guys, what's up? Did you miss me so much? I know you don't have to tell me, but you should tell me. Tweet it to me. Um, so guys, in order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. It really does what make it, it's what make our show run. Remember that? T- can we talk about that time where uh, we only were advertised by our? Uh, we kept promoing our own ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. You know, guys, we, we did that. We, we promoted ourselves for a long time and we've been working our ass off on this podcast. And mm-hmm. you guys have been so awesome and liking this podcast that we're now able to not go broke doing it. Right. It's, it's am- great. It's amazing. People who tell me like, Megan, when are you going to buy a house? I don't know. Are you going <laughs> do, do, do to do this to my podcast? Yeah. Do this to my podcast? Are you going to help me do that? So I, you know, still still cannot actually make money and survive. So guys, um, you guys are so awesome. And we want to make sure that the ads are catered to you. We don't want you guys to have to like listen to stuff that you're like, this doesn't apply. If you're wondering why we have so many ads talking about like mental health and depression and birth control and all that stuff. Like we, we know what you guys want. Mm-hmm. We know. I mean, that's what I want. <laughs> I'm like, can you get me a therapist? <laughs> Sick. Cool, bro. So um, we would love to find out what advertisers you guys are into and find a little bit more about you. So if you could, please go to podsurvey.com slash blame. And there you can take a quick anonymous survey that'll help us get to know you a little bit better. That way we can show advertisers just how great you guys are and what you are into. And so we can really cater this. So you guys are excited. Like, oh, that promo code. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can enter a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash blame. P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y dot com slash blame. Should I spell blame for you guys? B-L-A-M-E. I hope you know by now. Thanks for your help, guys. and welcome back to another episode of don't blame me if you are watching this you can already see our fantastic guest it is the internet's favorite l mills oh wow and also lily marston's favorite which yes. she speaks for the internet yes she does 100 she, she's relatable she's quirky she eats pizza yeah she loves all that <laughs> fucking shit it's true she's gonna hate that i said that that's fine uh melissa's also here hi hey hey, hey. Oh, like, nice top i didn't thank even you. notice your outfit change thank you when it was you- just a jacket change oh that's what you do yeah i just get shirtless <laughs> when everybody's here and the doors wide open. I'm like, <laughs> let me switch off. Um, so if you guys are new here, this is the Don't Play Me podcast. It's an advice podcast where you guys call in and you leave us voicemails and we give you our advice. And the phone number to do that is 310-694-0976. And for our international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and I was just telling Il that I was binging your videos um, this morning. I felt nice. creepy because like, I usually, I usually, it's was it was my own fault because I think I was watching like a Doty video and then you came suggested and yes. I was like I shouldn't I shouldn't like watch a bunch of because I've seen a bunch of your videos I was like I shouldn't watch them right before I see her because I'm gonna do that thing where I'm like oh my god it's so funny about that thing you did last week and yeah, I'm like yeah. oh I sh- shouldn't do that no it's like a nice recap oh yeah and you're like yeah okay sure <laughs> and I'm like oh no uh, yeah so and I just watched your um. Uh, the one that like got me into like back into the kick of it was uh, your weight loss video, which I thought yes. was like so good. And like, I'm not going to make you talk about it because like I hate people. people are like, hey, Megan, your anxiety video. I'm like, cool. Can we not like talk about yeah. that right now? <laughs> um, but if you guys haven't seen it, you should just watch it. It was great. So you don't have to say anything. I'll just plug you. You should watch it. It's yes. really good. And Thank I really you. enjoyed it. Thank that you so great. much. <laughs> uh, so sh- how do you feel like you are giving advice? Um, You know what? I would say there was a point in time where I was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But I think as I've become more empathetic um, <laughs> and I've grown and learned stuff, gone mm-hmm. through shit. Is, am I allowed to swear? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cunty yes. shit balls. Okay, cool. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just <didn't care. laughs> um, uh, I am now um, more fit to give advice. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 20. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I gave a bunch of shit advice when I was a teenager. Being yeah. like, well, one time in a movie, I saw that this happened and I feel like that's what you should do. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, <"Ooh>, no. <laughs> <laughs> also what's your zodiac sign um we can see oh okay you're gonna be good at this you're yes. gonna be yeah I, I, I like are you cancers. a cancer no i like leo i'm a I, i'm a leo but i like cancers okay gotcha. my best friend's a cancer do you do like great. the whole like rising and yeah we just we just dove deep into mm-hmm. that oh, okay. do you know yours yes i well it's because everyone in la i feel like oh it's yes. so i had to get that app co-star yes oh my god we huge just, fan. We're still I just, sponsor. just made her download yeah. it um it's um so the main one, Cancer. Sun. Yeah. Rising is, uh, okay, wait, the moon <laughs> is Taurus. Okay. And the rising is, 
Oh my gosh. What are, what, Do we need to name them all? Yeah, name them. Um, Aries, Aquarius, Leo, Libra, Capricorn, Sagittarius, Virgo. I think it was Libra. Libra? Yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone that always goes, Cancer, they're really happy. Then I see them next to you and they go, oh, interesting. No, I mean, it, it, yeah, it is. It's definitely, but it also, because it, it, it will make, I always find it funny when people, or not funny, but when people have, um, like water signs, like a cancer is like a water sign as like their sun sign and they're like YouTubers or actors. Yeah. Because usually you would tend to have something that's more like attention, attention, attention. Uh, but okay. then when you see like someone's like ascending and like, or they're, they're rising in their moon, you're like, oh, this makes sense mm -hmm. because like Libras are very much, have you seen like all of, well, I like Zodiac signs because of like the memes. There's all the Zodiac memes of like Rihanna and like her Met Ball outfit. And it's like when you invite a Libra to brunch and they're like, hello, like I have oh, in my And so there's a little bit more of like that kind of, like yeah which makes sense for like forward facing like in front of the camera kind of jobs um but yeah and then cancers are very uh like mom-ing like mommying and like okay. liking to take care of people and stuff nice. which i think is great because i like to be taken care of okay because i'm like needy and need lots of validation so i like to surround myself with water signs so we're like let me take care of you i'm like great i need help. i find it so fascinating when other people talk about it because i know nothing about it but i like hearing other people talk yeah, about it it's fun and it's a great way to like Katie Mort was just on and we were talking about oh, it yes, and uh and we were she I was asking her because like my therapist anytime I bring up like zodiac signs she's like okay but we're not going to blame that on you being a Leo like but it's like <laughs> just like standard Leo stuff right like just Leo things and she's like I need you to not and then she was like and then Katie was like no I mean like if it validates like those things and then you still work on them but like you can't just be like oh this is why like yeah, yeah. tough shit like that's, that's this is how so the planets funny. were when I was born and like I can't do anything about it so like okay okay well, we can stop blabbing about um, Zodiacs and we can yes. get on to giving the advice. Play the tape. Roll the tapes. Hi, Megan. My name is Roxy. Um, I'm 20 years old from California. Um, and I have a problem, a bit of a dilemma, if you will. Um, I am currently dating someone. Um, and I'm kind of like six months deep to the point where it's like feelings should be happening. Like, I felt feelings at one point, but um, we're long distance right now. That's really tough for me. Um, and an ex from high school um, is actually in the city that I'm in right now, and I'm having lots of feelings um, for them. So I don't know what to do about my situation. Like, I really want to act on my feelings for my ex because, like, I feel like there's still something there but I also don't want like I don't have a reason to break up um, with the person I'm in a relationship with right now so I'm kind of stuck um, so yeah if you have any wisdom or advice um, it would be much appreciated I'm sweating. Wow, there are layers to that there, one. There are lots of layers. I'm also <laughs> worried. I wonder when she sent this in because I'm like, are you still in the same city? Did you do it? Did oh, we get to you yeah. in time? First thing I'll say to the, the, I have no reason to break up with my boy, boy, your current relationship. The fact that you are having feelings for another person, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, I agree with that. That's the reason why you don't have to break up with somebody because they're horrible or because they've done something terrible or because like, oh, we can't be together. Like, yeah. there doesn't have to be Romeo and Juliet, like you having feelings for somebody else and wanting to act on them. And like, that's that's reason to break up. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts? <sighs> I mean, like I, I like off the bat, not even hearing about the ex. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if you don't have feelings for them yeah then like you're settling if you're you yeah. know what i mean and i just think maybe fix that problem first mm -hmm. and the ex is like that's like a separate thing i mean like don't do anything if you're still dating mm -hmm. for sure I've never been in a relationship. This is so, this is why I mean, like, I can't really give advice. No, but, like, but, but that I think is honestly, like, I find that, like, I, I mean, I turn everything about myself. And then that sometimes is not productive advice at all because I'm like, well, I don't want to tell you to do this thing because I definitely did the wrong thing. So I'm going to tell you to yeah. do what I did so I can feel better. But I think, um, yeah, I think you're right. They're like two totally separate things. And I think, no offense, girl, but it sounds like you want, us to like you want to kind of be like I don't know make us be on the side of you and your like that kind of thing but ultimately like it doesn't matter 
how like your ex being in the picture, just like you said, like if you need to deal with the fact that you don't have feelings for someone in six months, it's like, I used to say like, I'm a, I was a four month person, like four months in, I'd be like, wow, I hate you. Never want to see you again. Like gonna ghost and like back out of your life yeah. and never speak to you again. So six months, I don't think I, I wouldn't say that that's like a bad thing to realize you don't have feelings for someone. Yeah. And also like, I don't know. I, yeah, I stopped having feelings for everybody except for my current boyfriend after four months. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I honestly, this is going to sound bad, but like the fact that it's long distance kind of makes it easier to end it. That's, oh my God, that's so I don't so know, true. I'm really bad with confrontation. So I'm yeah. like, I was like, oh, just. Well, just you're in a room of people who ghost. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm a ghost. Are you I'm a ghoster? A ghoster? Oh, oh my God, we never Welcome. get the whole ghoster. We get uh, judged. Really? Hard. I am so, I've ghosted so but, many people already. I've already ghosted like two people. Would you rather month. be ghosted? Would you rather have someone ghost you? Oh, yeah. See, see, same. That's what we say. Yeah. Like, I just hate confrontation. Hate it. Fucking hate it. Just ghost me. Because yeah. then I'm, we're doing onto others as we would like done onto ourselves. Exactly. So truly we are living the golden rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So preschool. Got it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think you just gotta, you gotta end it. And like you said, like, yeah, long being long distance makes it easier to end it. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to pursue something with your ex, like for sure, then go for it. But I also, uh, I don't think that you, you can't, I hate the fucking idea of like people like lining up things. So when something else ends, they have something to like yeah. fall into that place. So, um, if you actually care about this part, like the person that you're dating, I think you can't convince your, you don't, you, you wouldn't want someone to convince themselves or talk themselves back into liking you. So you need to then just be like, you know what? They deserve better. They deserve someone who's not going to be thinking about being with other people and don't cheat because it's fucking yeah. terrible. Agreed. Don't do it. It's yeah. mean. Uh, okay. Should we go on to the next? Mm-hmm. And I'm calling about a situation that happened pretty recently. Um, there's a whole bunch of background that I need to tell you, but just know that uh, there's this guy and I had a thing with him when I was in college in the United States. This is like two years ago. And I ended up having to move away because I had an amazing opportunity to go to school in Mexico. And I'm here, but, like, we still talk all the time. I still I still talk to all my friends over there. I still talk to him a whole bunch. And a couple nights ago, I, I'm so embarrassing. I got wasted, and I ended up calling him. And I don't know if there's unresolved feelings there or something, but, like, I basically ended up telling him a whole bunch of stuff and making him tell me a whole bunch of stuff that I don't even think sober me wanted to know, but drunk me was all for asking about and knowing. And I just, I want to know what I should do because... I don't want to ruin that friendship. I still really care about him and think he's an amazing person, but I don't I don't know if I already did ruin it because of what drunk me did. Um so should I should I try to talk to him about it? Should I apologize for what happened? Should I just leave it alone and see how he reacts? I I have no idea. Just help wait so what do we think that she said i don't know i know I'm intrigued me too girl you still had a whole minute left you kind yeah. of gave us the details and about she, what was said. and like she said things and then made him say things mm-hmm. like probably like, tell me you love me or like have you fucked any girls lately Ooh. like what is it yeah my best friend um not to throw her under the bus i mean i was definitely big into drug dialing but she was like she there was a phase in her life in high school in which there, she could not get drunk without crying and calling someone and crying to yeah. them and it was just such an ordeal um and she grew out of it and i was definitely like a drunk dialer um but i need to know what was said like mm-hmm. she i could hear her cringing the whole time yeah. she was saying it but i think it depends on I don't know. Are don't, you a drunk I'm, dialer? I'm a drunk texter. Oh, oh, what do you te- like? At least you remember what you said, though. You can see yeah. it. But at the oh. same time, then you can see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, does she oh, not know what drunk she said? FaceTimes. Oh, mm. and then you just like look back and you're like, those are four like, minute FaceTime. I'm like, what the fuck I don't remember I what I said. Oh, no. Um, she doesn't wait, but she remembers. She rem- yeah. yeah. So she knows. I don't know. Like, I feel like 
no matter what it could be, like she obviously needs to talk it out and yeah. tell him that tell him how she feels about like her doing it drunk, mm-hmm. I guess. And like it is kind of hard not knowing what she said, but I don't know. Well, do you talk be- it out. Do like, you think that like drunk words are sober thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sometimes. I mean, depends. for me, yeah. yes. My my drunk my drunk words are my sober thoughts. Yeah. I because I wonder because her saying that like she doesn't even know if sober her would want to have known or like have asked the same kind of questions. I think if I'm gonna like, there's a lot of assumption that I'm gonna have to make here, but. If you called him and like, let's say that uh, you really tried to like ask, like, well, what are we like this like thing? Like, I miss you and like made it like a rom- like sort of more of like a romantic thing and like about you guys as a potential item. Um, I think maybe that is how you feel. And now, as Katie has taught us the term moonwalking out of a situation where like maybe he hasn't responded and now you're kind of like, oh, fuck, I'm going to backtrack this. That's not actually how I feel. Um, But I think like sometimes if I think if you're friends with somebody who you have if you still have these like serious feelings for him, you can have like feelings for a friend and not have like ser- I don't think like serious feelings that you need to act upon but if it's preventing you from like moving on like that's how my boyfriend and I got together is like we were friends and I had a crush on him and I kept it being in my head being like do I have an actual crush on him because like I like him or is it because this is fucking easy and then mm-hmm. when I started trying to date other people and then I was like no I really like I think I want to date him that's when we were able to like do that but I think like maybe there was a part of you that needed to yeah, needed to kind of get the closure. Um, but I think you're, I think you just have to talk yeah, and find out where you both stand. Like I've done stupid shit drunk. Like I think I've, uh, that's how my boy, current boyfriend and I got together. I mean, was, I mean, I was more than drunk. I was in Vegas. So Vegas was, drunk is a different level. Well, I mean, it also wasn't oh, just yeah. alcohol. Just, yes. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we all get where we're at. Um, but yeah, so like, and then he was wasted and we like, we both said the stuff that we never would have said to each other sober. That yeah. kind of like, we couldn't backtrack. And we both did that because I don't think we wanted to. I think we knew that if we had tried to broach a subject sober, that we would have really like, done it in a way of being like, I'm going to give myself an out. But like when you're drunk, you don't do that. And the same thing in high school. I did that when like I had a crush on somebody, like I got wasted. And then I like was like, I love you. And then I was like, no, no, I can't take that back. So I think like you just have to kind of own up to what you said. Figure out if that's what you meant, because I mean, I like also lie when I'm drunk, Mm -hmm. but um, figure out if that's like what you meant. And then also know if your answer, if you're serious, if you think like, oh, well, I wouldn't mean it unless he feels those things back. Try and cut that side of it out because I think it's more important to figure out how you feel, not like, oh, I feel this way conditionally, depending if this person also felt that way because then you're not really honoring your feelings. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get a good outcome. Um, but I really want to find... Can you call back and let us know what this was about? Because yeah. like, what if, I, what if we're so off basis? Yeah. I'm really curious. I feel like we're on, we're on the like, now. I feel like we got to be. Yeah. Because like, she was cringing hard, yeah. which only means like... I like want like you said like Lince, I want to fuck or like and he's like oh, okay sure. yeah God I'm like cringing for her I've done some real stupid shit drunk too uh, should we go on to the next I'm 16 and I struggle a lot with self confidence and body image you go online and you see all these like beautiful girls and all these pictures that are perfect and I know it's photoshopped half the time but like my brain doesn't understand it. So I was just wondering if you could give any advice on like body positivity or loving yourself. And yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks. Oof. Oh God. Tough I don't one. really know how to do that. Yeah, me too. I'm literally <laughs> I'm like, like oh. how to love yourself. Um, well, I'm in therapy trying to learn that. Um, okay. My first like super, uh, like not productive, really glad there's no real therapist here to be like, Hey Megan. Um, do you know the account celeb face on Instagram? No, (sighs) it is sad for other, (laughs) for the people who are on it. And like, I feel bad, like that their struggles make me feel better, but like, 
what I'm sorry. Like, that's just a fact. Yes. It's just like celebrities and models. Um, the video, it's like video and photo comparisons of them oh. face tuned and versus the original picture. So they get the picture from Getty Images and then they post the picture that they did, but it just keeps going back and forth. So you see it. Wow. Yeah. So you see like every celebrity, every model, like every person you could think of yeah. is on there. And for me, when I found the account, when, yes, there's a part that I'm like, there's the bigger part of my brain is like, wow, this sucks that like everybody is so programmed to feel this way. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, everybody is programmed to feel this way. So I'm, there's no goal or ideal or thing that I can ever get to when I'm not going to feel like this. And because I'm like, it's every, no one is immune to that. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, like, it sounds stupid to say to follow that account, but it did make me a, you're exactly like she's saying like, oh, you, you realize so many of these things are Photoshopped. That's like, A, you can literally see that these things are Photoshopped. And then more than that, what was, I don't know, it was like comforting to kind of know, I mean, comforting, but also sad to know like, oh, these insecurities of mine that I have aren't going to go away with like achieving any sort of goal. Like these people who I'm sure people feel that way when they see me, when me, I complain about things that they're like, oh, you're being stupid. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. At the same way that I feel when I see other people Photoshopping their images, um, but that's like, I don't know if that's like a good therapist way to be like, look, other people do it. Like <laughs> now you can feel better. Cause like people are Photoshopping their thighs, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like that's, yeah, that's no, good, but I also don't love myself. So it's not, yeah, no, this, is, so, this is my problem. I'm like, I don't know how to help you. Um, it's just a tough thing. Cause I feel like this is something like it ha- like people have to work through work on throughout their life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's just like over time you you do learn to love yourself like and i just i don't know she's so young too she's 16 yeah i don't know it's just tough it's yeah it is tough i I don't know what to say well i think there's some things that as i've gotten older like i wouldn't say that like i mean like i'm not like in a great place but like i would say that like i've grown out of certain things and then other things have bothered uh, other things that I've focused in on, which I can then only hope is that like, as other, as I, as there were certain things that I like really like disliked, I care about less now. Like yeah. when I was younger, like if my skin was breaking out, like I would be, maybe that's also because my skin isn't breaking out right now, but like, yeah. you know, like there's certain things that like, this would make me really, really, really insecure. And now I'm like, oh, or like not having an outfit on, like not having like, like wearing a cute outfit. I've just kind of stopped caring about that. And there's other things that I care about, but I've kind of realized like I go through phases in which some things really like matter to me in that moment. And then I'll be like, oh, wow, this, however much, like I used to hate having big cheeks. Like I hated it. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, well, no, actually I I don't hate it. Like I kind of like the fact that like, I'm going to look younger, like, and it does have that. So I think that like those things, I also think, I think if you can surround yourself with people, like none of my friends face tune their pictures mm-hmm. and I don't follow aside from the celeb face account. I don't follow people who post pictures like that because I don't like to like, I don't want to have my Instagram feed with people because like you do get desensitized. Like you, your mind can tell you these are Photoshop pictures, but if you're not seeing them being photoshopped, like it's hard. So I think if you can like eliminate anything that you might find to be like triggering or something that hurts you like that. And even like that can be people that, you know, like that can be like friends that you have just mute them. Like I yeah. have so many Instagram accounts of like people I know in real life that I'm like, you've done nothing wrong, but my insecurities, you make me feel bad about myself and you're not trying to. And that's something I need to focus on. But in order to focus on it, I'm not going to look at it because like yeah. that's just like that's like a form of self-harm is looking at things that make you feel bad because you want to punish yourself when there's no reason to. And um, I mean, I keep I push therapy on everybody. I no, think it's, it's yeah. great, but it's a really great way to like you can't rewire your brain, but like you can find ways to kind of like. I don't know, like go about it in a different way that doesn't end up with you feeling super shitty all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think especially when it comes to like being young and having body image issues, like I remember the first time I ever like struggled with that was like when I was in 
elementary school and like a family member suggested I didn't wear a two-piece bathing suit in fifth grade and like oh yeah terrible but like and that's something like why do I like I don't remember shit from fifth grade but I remember that so I think like being aware of um that this is having like an effect on you and making you feel bad about yourself I think is like the first step in kind of you're not desensitized to it. Like you still can see these things and recognize that they're making you feel bad. And I think that the, um, the, the quicker that you get help with that kind of stuff, I think it is cause it's slippery. It's just like a slippery slope. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think, I don't know if it is comforting that you have two people on the couch here who are both like, well, I don't know how to do that. It's fucking hard. Yeah. But yeah, it's like not a fun thing to work on with yourself because like, it is, and I say, this is what my one suggestion would be, is don't keep those thoughts to yourself. Talk mm-hmm. to, like, either your parents or f- sibling, close friend, um, just so, like, you could talk it out. And because then some people, like, I don't know, yes, yesterday there was a friend who was saying all these things they would want to change, get plastic surgery for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I thought that was crazy because I thought they were beautiful. I was like, yeah. What? I see none of those things. So like having someone else's perspective on what you look like and hopefully they are nice. <laughs> yeah, Actually, most of the time they yeah, will be. I'm friends, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you're family. Um, I think that helps. Um, Jamila Jamil from the good I'm place. Obsessed with her. Yeah. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She has, um, an Instagram page called I underscore way that um, is all about body positivity. Um, So I recommend following that. And then there's also like a community based around it too on the website Mm. where you can talk to other people and it's iwaycommunity.com. And then there's another website um, and I'll put um, all these links into the show notes, but it has like 10 steps to positive body image. And send that um, to me. Yeah, (laughs) I'll send it to you. But a a couple things on here is like appreciate the things that your body can actually do Mm -hmm. and um, remind yourself that true beauty is not simply skin deep. So Mm. it's a whole list of things and I'll put these in the show notes too. Those are much better references than me (laughs) saying, look at pictures of people (laughs) on the show. Uh, I mean, hey, whatever works for you. I also yeah. I have a workout instructor who constantly like makes us after like every, which at first I used to roll my eyes. Now I'm like, actually, it's kind of nice. Um, after we do like every like break that we have, she makes us like like slap our like arms and our legs and stuff. And then she's like, but make sure you cup your hands. And I was like the whole time she goes, so we're hugging your bodies because you are all able to come here and spend like $35 at a workout class, which means that you have the money to be here and you can do a squat. And some people can't even do this. So thank your legs for doing the only fucking thing that they're supposed to do. And I was like, you're right. Wow. Okay. And I was like in the middle of doing burpees. I'm like, this is inspirational. I guess I'll <laughs> yeah. do some more, which is like, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. It's, yeah. Like that your body doesn't exist to be, um, I don't know, doesn't exist to be necessarily like everyone's opinion of beautiful. Like it's mm-hmm. meant to function. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's already a great thing that not everybody is lucky to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this taught me that I need to work on myself and I have therapy <laughs> tomorrow, so it's going to be great. Uh, uh, it's time for a break, guys, and we will be right back. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. New arrivals come in daily, and every single item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. In fact, The Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women and men's luxury fashion, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online, visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Guys, um, I just drove by the Real Real store in West Hollywood. Did you? I did. It is. First of all, guys, Real Real, hey, if you're listening, pristine, beautiful. <laughs> I was sweaty post-workout and I almost was like, hey, let's go in there. And I was like, ooh, hold up. I am sweating and I think it's 9 a.m. and maybe they're not open yet. But wow, it looks so pretty. I have been perusing online for a long time. I keep telling, guys, maybe someone needs to hold me accountable. I really need to sell a bunch of these bags that I have that I never, ever, ever use. Mm. 
And I really want to buy ones that I'm actually going to use, you know, like, yeah. you know, that frivolous spending you do when yeah. you're like young and you like get your first paycheck and you're like, I'm on top of the world. Me in like 2013 or maybe I don't know whatever year that was. But now I want to buy stuff like that. I actually really, really, really use all of the time. And I can't like stomach the price of something like brand spe- Oh, excuse me. God, I just you really can't and stomach it. I can't stomach it. <laughs> I burped because of it. I can't do like something that's like brand new, right off, like drive it right off the lot kind of a thing. I hate stuff that feels like precious that you can't use it because then I don't use it. Like I, I don't, I don't want that. I want something that someone else has loved that it's in really great condition, but I'm not spending all of that money that you do just because it's like brand spanking new. Plus I think it's kind of more fun to find stuff that's like vintage or like a little like older and all that stuff. I found this really, really cute Gucci purse. That's got like the bamboo handles and it was like so cute. And I was like, Ooh, what year is this from? And it was like the eighties. So vintage fetch. Shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code real. That's the promo code real for 20% off select items. This weather can be confusing for your body. You're bundled up in the cold, but after running around all day, you realize you've been sweating under your layers. Keep it fresh and clean this winter with coconut deodorant from Kopari. Kopari's coconut deodorant is aluminum free, vegan, and does not contain silicones, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. It's a cleaner option that works just as well. Kopari's coconut deodorant is formulated with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil, so you stay fresh all day. It goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue. Along with their original coconut scent, Kopari offers a fragrance-free version of their deodorant, plus two brand new scents, Beach and Gardenia. With Kopari subscription, deodorant is shipped to you as often as you choose, automatically, for free. They also offer a money-back guarantee. I am actually wearing my Kopari deodorant today. I have the coconut scent, which I love. It really does. I mean, I'm not going to complain about the weather in Los Angeles. It's like 50 degrees, which is very, very cold for me. And this makes me smell like I'm on, I mean, makes me feel like I'm on a beach. And I mean, it does make me smell like I'm on a beach. I'm a huge fan. I also wore it today to Pilates, did the sniff test in the car as you do. Actually, I'll be honest. I was doing a plank and I kind of like, like checked and I was fresh. I was very fresh. Was I sweating through my leggings under my boobs? 100%. Could you smell that I was sweating? No, I'm a huge fan. I also have always been wanting to get a uh, deodorant that is cleaner because we've been, you've read so many articles about how the pores under your arms and all that stuff. It can be so, it's, it's just, it's the place you don't want to have something that's, you know, not good for your skin. So I'm so happy that I've found one that's natural that actually works because your girl works out every day and sweats a lot. Go to koparibeauty.com slash blame to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash blame, koparibeauty.com slash blame. Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, and get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. Enter Nurex, the game-changing company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex offers end-to-end care without ever having to leave your home. It means paying for fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and no more forgetting to pick up your refill every month. Plus, if you don't have insurance, it's the most affordable option out there. And if you do have insurance, it could be completely free. Just go to their website or their app, answer a few health questions for their certified doctors. They carry over 50 brands of birth control, so you can choose your go-to, or their medical team will help find the best option for you. It's all safe and secure and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com slash blame for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com slash blame. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we are hopping into more calls. Hi, Megan. I'm 20 years old. I'm a sophomore in college, and I've been dating my boyfriend for about two years. Um, He's awesome. He's my best friend. Everything's really good there, but uh, his family is kind of a problem. Um, So, basically, his older brother moved far away a couple years ago. And he recently moved back to try and get a job here, which was all fine. But now he's trying to act like a parent to not only my boyfriend, but to me as well. And I just don't really know how to handle it because he's only a couple years older than us. He's not like 10 years older than us or anything. And he's just like so overbearing. Um, 
for example, last night, my boyfriend and I were doing stuff, and he walked in, and I don't think he really saw anything, but he, like, thought he did. So in the morning when we woke up, we heard him tattletailing to his mom. And they're very conservative Christian, and um, my family's not like that, so I'm not really used to that. Um, and we just have no idea, like, if they're going to bring it up, if I'm not going to be allowed to go over there anymore. Um, I, I have no idea, and I have no idea how they handle the situation, because it's constant overbearing. We never have any privacy. We have a trip planned for our anniversary in a couple months. But I just, that's like the only thing that's getting me through right now because I literally have no privacy with him and it's killing me. So any advice that you have would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Wait, so do they live together? Oh. Do they all live there? It sounds like maybe the boyfriend lives lives with his parents and they were in their room messing around in the brother walked in on them okay yeah oh, um lock the door first <laughs> first thing i would say as somebody who ready for this is a story i've never told on podcast as somebody who got walked in on in high school like walked in on like okay we're i'm not gonna be super explicit but we're all gonna understand what i mean and by we i mean everybody in the room as i'm looking at um in high school lunch my f- boyfriend and i went back to his place his grandma lived next door his grandma walked in on us and just picture what is worse than walking in on a heterosexual couple having sex picture what's like another sexual act that is like worse mm-hmm. of her walking in on she walked in on that and we had to convince her that she was sleepwalking and was like senile. <laughs> it oh was my god so bad who was giving and receiving i um it was a very feminist moment <laughs> okay got it it was <laughs> the worst thing of my entire <laughs> life like i th- i literally have goosebumps right now talking about it. i thought i was like i thought in that moment like when you like the first time you have a panic attack you're like this is how i'm gonna die that was the first one where i was like no this is it for me this is how yeah. i will not be able to recover it was the fucking worst um so learn the lesson lock the doors like yeah that seems like the simple solution. Yeah. Also, it doesn't seem like he's being a parent. It just sounds like he's being a tattle. I was gonna say you've got younger siblings. Yes, I do. So would you, do you do you would you? I'm like you did make a roast for your brother for yes. him leaving. So where do you, like what do you see as like a too much line? I mean, like no, the fact that that's not even her, even her brother. That's it's her. Yeah, it's like her boyfriend's brother. Yeah. That's a that's a problem, yeah. I think. Because I could see, I don't know. That's a that's a tough situation. I think well first of all, maybe like that's like that's a family like family problem. So I'd mm-hmm. say tell your boyfriend to talk to the brother. Yeah. Right? Like because I get it, it's awkward t- telling mm-hmm. him. Um oh that's just that's so- it, it's uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. And like Maybe if your family's not as like uptight, first of all, also, I don't understand this because my high school boyfriend was like this too, where his parents really cared if we spent a long time together. I'm like, he can't get pregnant. Like, why do you give a yeah. shit? <laughs> like, why the fuck do you care? Like, yeah. that shit, like that aspect of being like, we want to keep the, we let's make sure that they're hanging out with all these. I'm like, okay, what? Like, sure. Be concerned. But she can get pregnant. That's, yeah. But I'm saying, so like, she's saying that her parents aren't as like, aren't as like uptight and conservative. Mm-hmm. And so like, then the part of me is being like, well, then you guys should like go hang out at your house. Oh, but then that's true. Your parents, if anything, they can make oh, the yeah. argument. Yeah. There are ways to avoid it. But if you want to address the problem, yeah. then like talk. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, yeah. you guys are like 20. Yeah, You're adults. Yeah. That's it's, weird. Yeah, who's assume? And also, if anything, I if he, yes, the family might be conservative, but if they're so conservative, wouldn't the brother like? Wouldn't it be like weird as? Wouldn't the brother not even want to bring it up and been like, "Hey, by the way, I walked in on like Johnny like railing Becky last night." <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, if that's if they're if they're more buttoned up and conservative, like, would you even say something like that? Also, if you hurt them the next morning after you woke up, that means that they're okay with you sleeping over. So why wouldn't that be expected anyway? Oh, wait. Yeah, this is just like really... (laughs) Yeah. A lot of questions. I mean, like, honestly, 
he's going to move out soon. Isn't yeah. He? Like, right? Right? Also, uh, I mean, 20. like, there's a way to avoid, like, like yeah just a have sex in a car like come on that's what your 20s are for <laughs> terrible but they were probably having sex there anyway before the brother moved like, yeah moved back in and i'm sure that the her boyfriend's parents like you can ble- be like blissfully ignorant like willfully ignorant like yeah you can, like his parents probably if, if you're sleeping over i'm sure they're not thinking you guys are just not hooking up like i'm sure that they maybe they don't maybe you've never had that conversation so you assume that like they wouldn't be okay with it but i feel like that's kind of implied mm-hmm. once you're that yeah. age and also if you're not um if your boyfriend and you aren't like very religious and have made it clear that you're not doing that i feel like i would just assume especially if you're like sleeping over like mm-hmm. i wasn't even allowed to like do that and mm-hmm. like i grew up in a very sex positive household but oh it was really never, yeah oh it was like what? Tell him to test, tra- test drive the car before you buy it. And I was like, okay, thank you. Wow. Different household. Yeah, Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I would say the the conservative family. Yeah. Like that would be the, my, well, like uh-huh. part of my family. My family is okay. very complex. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and my brother, we're, we're chilling. We're fine. Yeah. But we don't really talk about it. But like my dad and like his, my half sisters, oh. their mom is very religious. <gasps> Oh, wow. So my sis, half sister's boyfriend and her, what I'd say, this is that's the problem they would have. Yeah, they, they were having. Um, and the the overprotective brother would be my oldest sister. Okay, they definitely had. This, but like, here's the thing: it's now ha- hasn't really been resolved. It's just kind of like, <laughs> oh god, intense. just stays, just stays there. Yeah, they oh. he, they they just kind of like, yeah, they just try to avoid. Her. Yeah. So yeah. avoid him. That's probably the best. I mean, honestly, I think there's like a, at a certain point, like at least, I mean, I'm a huge runaway from conflict kind of person. If I like don't, if I know I can't win. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I don't want to participate yeah. in like, con- like confronting someone if I don't have the upper hand. So I think like, yeah, if it just means like, sure, maybe like because he's there, it's like not as easy for you guys to get away with like hooking up. So like don't hook up at the house. Like mm-hmm. if you feel uncomfortable around his family, limit the time that you're there. And if his brother brings something up, like just know that like you you've got your boyfriend like you like it'll be okay like any sort of like awkward tension or like nasty things that they might say you've got someone who's hopefully he will hopefully be in your corner for it so mm-hmm. you're not um kind of being a like i don't know yeah i mean just spend more time with your family or spend more time out of the house yeah, yeah. i would that's what i would say also did you guys like get in trouble like what happened what were the consequences i'm it probably nothing probably even happened. It just seems like that. Yeah, to the me, brother it just, just like, doesn't have like a life. Tension. Like yeah. it's gonna be like no one's gonna ever say anything, and like I don't think she needs to worry about getting yelled at because I think like there's probably like a level of like uncomfortableness that's like yeah. oh like we disapprove, and you're gonna know that, but we're not gonna say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna make you feel like that. Um, but also maybe you guys like i don't know like yeah you don't if she doesn't live there like yeah yeah try and do stuff other places yeah you know and also for the parents home that to me is like a level of like but you have they to- knew she was staying the night yeah so just- that's true or was she was did they not was she hiding under the bed that'd be mm-hmm. no that'd be a really no. big one i really want to know i'd love more details yeah. on this one if you can give us a an update um mm-hmm. or just yeah give us some more details because i'm very curious about it he needs a life he needs to find a job, job. and yeah. move out and mm-hmm. get a life Good. yeah 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 uh should we go on to the next mm-hmm. so um i have a situation i'm 18 i'm in my last semester as a high school student um i've never really been one to have very many friends because I had a situation with a friend when I was younger, gave me a lot of anxiety, a lot of, I was, went through some severe depression, but I'm doing better now, and I've made some friends, but I have a really big issue, because I, um, my best friend in the whole world has um, kind of opened up to me that she has feelings for me, and that's fine, we're both by, we both know it, but like, she's been showing it a lot, and I love her so much. Like she's my best friend in the whole world, but I don't feel that way about her. And she's been going through a lot of tough shit, and I don't want to, like, put her through more stuff and, like, break her heart, but I don't want to lead her on. 
and I really don't know what to do, and the only person I would ever be able to talk about this with that I'm super close to, as close as I am to her, just left for basic training for the Navy about two weeks ago, and this happened last week, and I'm trying really hard to not hurt her feelings, but also keep myself in mind, because it's weighing on me, and I, I just, I don't know what to do, on top of the fact that I miss my friend who's away, and you know, my best friend, the person I talk to every day, I don't want to hurt, I don't want to hurt her. <sighs> my life's just a hot mess. <laughs> I'm sitting here having one of those mental breakdowns on Target parking lot. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to do, and I really need some advice, so please help. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Breakdown Target parking lot, though, is my brand. That's a mood. When I was in college, I used to go to, like, the Walmart parking lot and just sit there or go inside because they were open 24 Mm -hmm. hours. So it would be, like, late at night and I'd just walk around. So I feel you. Yeah, you just, like, push a cart and you're just like, I'm just going to be fine. Everything's fine. And I'm spiraling as I'm going through, like, the throw pillow aisle. Uh Wait, so did her did her friend tell her explicitly? I'm I'm assuming that, yeah. Yeah, her friend told her. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Oof. Oof, oof. Uh, yeah. Have you? I've been on. I feel like I've been on both sides. I empathize. I empathize. Empathize. Empathize with yes, the empathize. friend that has the feelings. I feel yeah. bad, but like, yeah. it's it's a tough situation. But I feel like the the girl on the phone. Uh huh. She seems the fact that she still wants to be friends. Yeah, her, that's good. Because there's some people who like. As soon as their friend has has feelings for them, they like oh they get mad and they're angry yeah. about it. Um, I think. Well, I'm, does does the friend know that she doesn't have feelings for? Her? I don't think I. That's why I wonder what her response was. Yeah, because right now you're she's trying to figure out what to say. Like, were you just like brb hold that thought? Yeah, like, I wonder how you left it off because I think there's also if you didn't say you had feelings back. I think that it's probably implied. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, I agree. Yeah. I And I think that then it just comes down to that person having to yeah, fig- figure on it their out. Own. Yeah, and like get over it. Yeah. Sadly. And it's true. I, but I, yeah, so I think, I don't know if there is exactly what you're saying. I don't know if there is a, something that you need to say, unless you said like, I don't know how me, I yeah. feel. But also... Again, I think it's unless unless like at least for me, like when I'm telling someone how if I like like that, I like them unless they say I like you too. any other responses. I don't feel the same way. Like, yeah. Even if they're like, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm like, cool. You don't feel the same way. They're like, well, I think you're really awesome. And like, I'm just not ready for a relationship. I'm like, cool. You don't feel the same way. Yeah. So I think I don't think you need to like throw salt in the wound. She might already know that. Um, but I would also I wouldn't feel I think it's like you can be empathetic, but I don't think there's a reason to feel too terrible because like i'm also just a believer if like if i like somebody and they don't like me back like then like okay that wasn't meant to be like then i don't then then however she feels about you i don't believe that like your great loves can be like unrequired like can be ones that aren't reciprocated by someone else like i've i've found like i've never every time that i've been in love it's been only when I'm receiving love back from that person. Like I can't be in love with somebody who doesn't love me. Yeah. So I think that there, or I mean, or didn't, didn't love me at some point. Like you can't, if you get broken up with, like you can still have those feelings. So I think like, if you don't feel those things, that's, I mean, obviously that's totally okay, but know that like, yes, it makes it a little stickier when you're friends. And I think that's probably why they said something was because it was like, I need to say this now so I can get over it or figure this out. And then I think your job as a friend is just to be supportive in whatever they need to do to get over it. So if that's like taking some space or some time apart or like pretending like it never happened, I think you just need to kind of take the cues from them. Yeah. But did she bring it up again? I don't know. Oh, this is just so messy. It really honestly depends on how that person the person that has, the friend that has feelings yeah. is like takes it and like continues on the friendship because if they continue to be like madly in love with yeah. her then that's not good because mm-hmm. that's a just in imbalanced friendship mm-hmm. exactly. um, and it's probably like she's waiting yeah. to yeah. see if your feelings will change yeah. exactly so it's like it's 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 all like situational i think mm-hmm. in this case and the only thing that 
I wish there were names. The girl on the <laughs> phone. The only thing she can do is just, yeah, be a supportive friend, mm-hmm. but also like, like, don't let the it change your friendship. Yeah. But like, if it continues to be a thing, then it has to be addressed mm-hmm. and re- resolved somewhere. Yeah, because that doesn't really, then that's not necessarily a friendship because no. you're not getting a friend back. Like, exactly. you're getting someone who's wanting something else and then that's just stringing them along almost, but an, an, not, not, yeah, you didn't consent to do that. Yeah. You're like, I didn't want to string this along, but if they're not going to be able to be a friend back, which also I think is like fine. Like I've had feelings for friends before and then like it hasn't like worked out. And then I'm like, cool. Yeah. I never want to see you again. Don't want to be your friend. Like I'm done, which I think yeah. is also fine. Um, but if you guys are like, yeah, I'm not like a destiny believer, but like if this person is a good friend and this wasn't, um, yeah, if this person's like a good friend and really cares about you, they're going to like want what's best for you and um, know that like, oh, if that's not being with me, then like that's like totally okay. But yeah. I think it was probably something they just had to get off their chest more because I think, yeah, keeping feelings from your friends when you have feelings for your friends is so hard. Yeah. Because like, oh, do you have a dear, like, do you like, have you talked to anyone? You're like, oh, and you're like, no, I should not speak. People are cool. Like, I'm not, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm it's, good. It's, a, it's really no matter what the response is, it, it, it does feel like a weight off your shoulders. Yeah. No matter, it's just like good to get it out in the open mm-hmm. and not be keeping a secret from like one of your closest friends. Yeah. You know? No, it's, yeah, it can be, it can be rough, but, um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be fine. You guys are going to be fine. Yeah. You're chilling. Yeah. You're chilling. You're, <laughs> you're chilling. You're chilling. Ellen Mills told you you're chilling guys. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Uh, is it time for don't blame them. Yep. Ah, I did it for the first time. It's like it. three words to remember and only one of them is different than the name of the fucking podcast. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with But me. it's the first time it's like official. It's official true. Now. That's true. We've just been like soft launching it mm-hmm. for months. Um, so this is a, a segment in which uh, listeners call back and they give their own advice on advice we've given gotcha. so they've like personal experiences something like this they're not nece- they're not like the callers who have, they're not giving us updates but they're being like oh i listened to this in my car and now i'm going to give you my two cents gotcha so like that yeah that's so, good schooled <laughs> <laughs> says your shirt so schooled. the original call was from the episode with Lindsay simzik um and it was the caller she um had been in a relationship for a long time and just discovered that she was bisexual and she didn't know what to do about it, even though she was still in love with her boyfriend and didn't want to break up with him. So this is someone calling with similar experience. Mm, Okay. Okay. Hi, Megan and Mel. I was just listening to your episode with Lindsay Simkick and I can relate to the girl in the long-term relationship who is bisexual. Um, So I'm 26 and I've been with my husband for nine years now. Um, I've never been with a woman, but I identify as pansexual. Um, My husband knows. I told him pretty early on in our relationship um, because I kind of knew when I was, I don't know, like 15, 16. Um, And so I kind of let him know straight away and he didn't have a problem with it. He um, trusts me and I know the kind of stigma that comes with bisexuality that, I don't know, you always want threesomes and you want to cheat and have an open relationship. But as long as you're open and honest and communicate with your partner, like he's never wavered on his trust with me. So um, it's never been an issue. And it sounds like um, her partner was very open and um, like that way. So I don't think she's going to have an issue if um, she does decide to come out with him. However, I also feel like you don't need to come out if you don't want to. Like I do identify as pansexual. However, maybe five people in my life know. Um, My husband and uh, the only person in my immediate family that knows is my sister. Uh, My sister is gay, but neither of us have felt like we need to come out to our parents. Uh, Our parents are super like uh, liberal, like they wouldn't care if we what like who we liked as long as um, we were happy in our relationships and um, that kind of thing. However, we just don't feel like we need to uh, come out. We just like who we like and um, whatever. (laughs) But uh, yeah, if you don't want to come out to anybody, that's fine. If you want to come out to everybody, that's also fine. don't feel pressured to need to come out. Like it's, it's not a huge deal. Like it is a part of 
you and it's a part of me. However, it's not the be all and end all if everybody knows or if nobody knows. Um, so I kind of live my life that way. Like, um, I have friends that know, and like when we go out, like there's a bunch of us who are gay and we'll kind of joke and we'll be like, Oh, like the gay parade is out on the town or whatever. Like we're super nerdy. So, um, yeah, just a little two cents from someone who's kind of relating to you. Um, your husband or your partner sounds really great. So I wouldn't worry too much about telling him. So thanks. That's cute. I like her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like how she talks. I wonder where she's from. Yeah. I know. Wait, we'll look it up later. Not to be creepy. Wow. <laughs> she was an international call. A, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, yeah. International call stealing Gabby and Allison's um, thing. That was great. I think, yeah, yeah I think it, because uh, I mean, both Lindsay and I identify, Lindsay identifies as straight. I'm pretty sure. I think so. If I sing it, then it's like yeah. not fully like a committed statement. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I've always said that I'm like, I'm straight, but I just, I mean, I'm not, wouldn't rule anything out. I've just like never met a girl I was into, Yeah, but it doesn't mean that girl doesn't exist. Um, but so yeah, so I love, I like getting, that's, I'm glad we can have input from somebody who is in a very similar situation. And I have friends who've been in the situation who have come out as bi in a relationship with like yeah. a ma- like heterosexual relationship and like have stayed in both people I know have stayed in those relationships for the last like six or something years. Um, so I think, I think she's right that you don't have to come out or you could come out in like the greatest YouTube video of all time. Yeah, <laughs> it is, but it, no, but it genuinely oh, is. Thank you. I don't know how many times I've watched it. It's like, it's, it's like who the fuck needs TV? Like <laughs> it is. Oh my God. It's like my favorite. Love getting guessed up. It's well, it, you should. I mean, yeah, that fuels that. <laughs> thank you. No, yeah. It was like, I was the whole time she's like, you don't need to come out. I was like, in my head, I was like, wow, I'm the polar opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I literally came out the biggest way. I think I think that's like the it's good to have both um vocalized because like you yeah. can't or you don't have to like to like I think um yeah there's some things like I definitely have like put a lot of my life on the internet that I'm like why the fuck would I do that like, yeah but then I'm like I don't know in the time to- at the time I was like that's what I needed to do and I have always kind of been that way mm-hmm. um but I think there's also something to be said about that doesn't have to always yeah you don't have to fit one of two ways you okay. can come out to some people or not everybody um but yeah so hopefully that caller's doing good and maybe she did or maybe she didn't come out who knows because it doesn't really matter it's her life not mine mm-hmm. though i do care about her well-being i hope it's yeah. I hope her life is fun <laughs> and good and great and awesome um so that is it for our episode uh l thank you so much for being on thank you for having me this was fun <sighs> so good such a good time where can people check you out on the internet um youtube.com slash l the mills and then l mills any on any other social media i also before. stalked your mom on instagram oh today. my god sorry yeah. l mills it's mom just, if you want to check her out first of all do you, does she write her own captions yes fire hey. fucking fire okay. so good the thing is people think some of my friends think i do and i'm like if i ran that account it would be 10 times better <laughs> it would be so much better but i mean yeah she loves it like it's like she, that's her pride and joy, her Instagram. I mean, I I really, really, I don't know why I had never looked before, mm-hmm. but it, it, it was just, it was, it, it did not disappoint. Like, no. it was everything I wanted and more. Yeah. It's like James, <laughs> like, it's like, um, uh, Bretman Rocks, like little, like, yes. like niece. It's like when I finally found her, when I finally decided to look at her Instagram, I was like, does not disappoint. Yeah. Like, I really should have looked at, like, I don't know why I didn't think high enough. I'm like, I feel, I feel so bad. Yeah, I you like, know. I don't promote it, so don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, So, guys, if you liked this episode and you are watching it and you want to listen to it on um, other apparatuses, apparatusi. What's the the plural of apparatus? Apparatuses. I'm not too sure. Honestly. Me neither. Apps. Mm. apps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true. Apps. Literal apps. Um, you can check us out at don'tblameme.show. We are also on uh, Apple Podcast app. We're on Stitcher, ad free, SoundCloud. And then if you are listening on any of those places, you can watch the video on YouTube, see what we look like. I'm very mustard yellow today. Um, and if you want to check out Melissa and I, our socials are down below. And then the Instagram account for the podcast, if you want to check that out, is don't blame meme pod. Me pod, me me. Don't blame. Mm-hmm. Don't blame me pod. Don't blah. Don't blame me pod. So nice. That's <laughs> it, guys. And we will see. Oh no, I have to give the phone number again. Did I do that already? 
nope, okay, my Adderall wore off a while ago, <laughs> and I brought my the wrong one, so I can't take any more. Oh, okay, so if you want to leave us a voicemail for an upcoming episode, the number is 310-694-0976, and if you want to email us, our international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. That's all the information I have in my brain, and You're that's good. all I've got. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor's visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to nurx.com blame for a $20 credit. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.